Okay, if you're a parent who is concerned about your child's use of technology, that there's uh, just too much screen time in their lives, that they can't put the tablet or the uh, smartphone uh, down, it might be time to actually uh, look in the mirror. Look at yourself. According to a brand new study, uh, parents of young children actually pick up their phones roughly 70 times a day. That's right, seven zero, 70 times a day. Now, the University of Michigan uh, study uh, shares uh, some tips on uh, navigating what they call the technology uh, tidal wave. And here to help us uh, understand this and share some uh, tips of her own is Ann Douglas. She is an author and parenting expert and joins us now here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Ann, good afternoon. Really appreciate you coming on with us. Oh, thank you. I know you talk about this uh, issue in your book, uh, Happy Parents, uh, Happy Kids. Uh, What is it about uh, parents that they just uh, seemingly can't put down uh, the phone even when their children are right there? Well, I think sometimes you sort of forget that parents have always sought sources of distraction. I mean, there's a classic study of Abraham Lincoln one day taking his kids for a walk in a wagon, and he was reading a book at the time, and he dumped the kids out of the wagon. So parents have always looked for sources of distraction, but the difference right now is that our technology is incredibly distracting. It's designed to keep luring us back to our phones, so we have to use, like, extra strength to sort of break that magnetic pull. Yeah, I was uh, surprised uh, to hear that, uh, on average, uh, parents of young children uh, look at their phone, pick it up uh, 70 times a day. That That's just on average. So there's parents that are doing it even way more uh, th- than that. Uh, is that a number that kind of surprises or shocks you? It doesn't because I've read a lot of research that says most of us only estimate that we're looking at our phone something like 20 to 30 times a day, which still seems like a humongous number. But in fact, it's many, many times that for most of us. So I think it's just because, you know, like even even when you're trying to do something, you hear a notification or something and you think, is it like a text message from somebody who matters or is it just like your friend's friend posted to Instagram? Yeah, are we like Pavlov's dog when it comes to uh, text messages and uh, notifications going off on our phone, even though we know uh, this isn't the time to be doing it? uh, I don't know, maybe we're at the playground with our kids and we should be keeping a closer eye on them or be uh, interacting with them that uh, some people just can't help themselves? Well, I think it's we have to sort of recognize that the technology is designed to do this. And I mean, some people have sort of broken ranks in the technology industry and said that they really regret having, you know, contributed to these devices being so distracting. But at the same point, you know, there are ways of dealing with this. I mean, we can turn off a lot of our notifications. We can put our phone in our pocket as opposed to having it visible because the moment it's visible, your eye's going to, you know, spot something if you get a notification. So I think we have to take charge because our kids do notice if we're just going through the motions of pretending to be paying attention. And of course, there are some safety issues involved if a parent is distracted even momentarily near a swimming pool or a lake. Let's unpack a bit of that if we can. I mean, what sort of message or signal are parents are sending to kids uh, when they're not paying attention to them, but instead paying attention to their phone? Well, it's a message that all of us get when somebody looks at a phone. Like if you've ever been out for lunch with somebody and then they keep looking at their phone, you sort of feel like, 
why am I even bothering carrying on the conversation? Because obviously I'm not the priority for this person. So kids pick up on that as well. And that's why there have been studies done that show that if parents are pulling out their phones in a, in a fast food restaurant, the kids will start doing wild and crazy things because they're trying to recapture the parent's attention. So I think we have to recognize that distracted parenting can make parenting harder because it causes kids to act out. But it also causes us to be distracted from the very things that we enjoy the most about parenting, like when our kids are adorable. What if that's the thing you miss out on? That's the reward that gets you through the hard days of parenting. Is that something parents really need to remind themselves of? Because I was thinking of, of that very thing as you were describing this, that uh, you miss out on, uh, you know, one of the most uh, adorable moments of their childhood, let's say, just because you were busy checking a text that somebody uh, sent you a, a happy face emoji. I think you totally don't want to miss the real-life happy face, right? Because yeah. that's the, the more adorable and compelling one. You can you can search for that other emoji 20 years from now when you don't have little ones at home. Yeah, and what are the long-term implications? Because I don't think we, we know that yet. We're going to find out because uh, this is obviously a new technology. I mean, you mentioned off the top that uh, there's always been distractions for parents. But when there's a constant distraction right there in your hand at the ready 70-plus times a, a day, uh, can that have some sort of a long-term uh, effect uh, on a child when it comes to their self-esteem, sense of uh, worthiness, that, that sort of thing? Well, the only research we have at this point is on what happens when sort of that parent-child connection is disrupted. And they call it serve and return, like as if the parent is lobbing a tennis ball at the child and the child's lobbing it back, because that's what you're doing when you're making that human connection. And if a parent is consistently unresponsive, the child gets very distressed. I mean, there have been studies done with toddlers that show that if a parent is inattentive and, and like basically ignoring a child, within 90 seconds, that toddler will start to fall apart. And that's where you see kids screaming and kicking up a fuss because they're saying, hey, wait, you know, I really need your attention because that's how kids learn. You know, I mean, you don't know that something's dangerous unless your parent has a look of alarm. And if they're tuned out, you sort of feel like you're on your own and you don't have that information source. So it is really important, but I also don't think we want to make parents feel like if you ever check your phone, you're a bad parent. I think we all have to figure out how to handle this in moderation. And that's the biggest challenge of parenting right now. I want to get back to the original premise of this a study, if we could, that uh, says that if you're concerned about uh, how much screen time your kids uh, you know, are having or consuming, uh, that you need to look yourself in the mirror in the example you're setting. And what would you say to some parents that are maybe listening and say, oh, come on, uh, listen, there's a different set of rules for me as an adult than there should be uh, for my child. That's certainly the way I grew up. I wasn't allowed to do things that uh, my dad or my mom uh, <laughs> were able to do, that there's one set of rules for me and there can be another set of rules for kids. I think that we just have to recognize that we're really modeling the behavior and we're also modeling how we focus our attention because the way kids learn to be able to direct their attention in a way that works for them is by having an adult model that. And if you're showing them that every five seconds you can be distracted by a ding on a phone, you're not showing them that you can actually carry through a conversation with somebody for five, 10, 20 minutes, whatever the case may be. So I think, you know, there's a lot of layers to this and there aren't easy, simple solutions. But I think that if we talk about it with other parents, we can figure out what are they doing and how are they managing it? And that is the path forward. Just finally, Anne, what is your uh, one best piece of advice for parents uh, when it comes to uh, being distracted by their phones, by uh, what you uh, call uh, distracted uh, parenting? Is it uh, what you mentioned earlier, just turn off the notifications, don't be tempted? Yeah, 
and really look at bedtime and family meal time because those are the times when you really want to model that, you know, it's okay to unplug. You don't want your kids to grow up feeling like they have to be, you know, at the beck and call with somebody else 24-7. So the way to do that is you throw your phone in the drawer before dinner and you pull it out after dinner. And, yes, something exciting might happen during that 45 minutes, but you'll catch up later on. (laughs) Well said. And I really appreciate the conversation this afternoon. And Douglas, a parenting expert with us. And thanks again.